What's up, guys? Thanks again for tuning in to the Walking Home podcast. Um, coming to you today, it's just me on my own podcast, doing a solo one just because I have um, failed to find a guest um, recently to come on. Not that um, people haven't offered to come on, but just that um, I haven't been um, inviting them on as much as I should. But as I said before in um, older podcasts, previous podcasts, um, I'm going to try to be consistent in dropping um, podcasts so that um, every week you guys can get something to listen to. Um, take with you on the road, at work, wherever you happen to listen to this podcast. And um, as always, as I hope, have some um, new ideas form in your mind or um, thoughts come into your thought field. Um, I don't mind doing it alone. It's just weird, um, especially whenever I'm not hammered drunk. Not not to say hammered, but a little bit of um, what do they call it? Liquid, fill in the blank. Liquid courage. There you go. A little bit of liquid courage always helps you sit in a room and stare at a wall and talk to yourself. So, um, that part makes it just that much easier. But it's eight a.m., so um, that's off the table, and. The only reason I do it so early and don't uh, wait to get some of that liquid courage is because I've been trying to do some uh, new forms of wellness, keeping with my body and my mind, and this part being um, the mindful part of uh, just trying to go off that, as soon as you wake up, start with as little t- as little time as you can um to start off with whichever is uh most comfortable with you whatever amount of time but um i've been putting in about like an hour to 2 hours of just solid uh productivity uh whatever that may be for you um if it's grading papers as a teacher or um for my homie Brock making some t-shirt designs, making some Instagram posts, um, of course, in the name of business. Or if your hour of productivity is um, straight for your job, if um, you can respect your job enough to give them that. Um, you know, you could say my hour of productivity is finishing the hard task of the day, say uh, taking the mail to the post office, um, changing the litter box, sweeping the floors, Whatever it is that you are wanting to get done and trying to put out of the way, make sure you do it as soon as you wake up. So, uh, that being said, to not procrastinate myself and find myself in a Minecraft craft hole, Minecraft craft hole, Minecraft mine hole, and um, waste my day away, um, I woke up. There's another thing I've been doing, taking cold showers. A cold shower is another, it's a micro change that uh, resembles the same 
thing that this productivity resembles is doing something that you may not want to do or seems like a hard task, take a cold shower, start your shower if you want to start out. This is how I started out, taking cold showers. Um, I would take a hot shower, and I take real quick showers anyways, like 10 minutes max. Um, So you take a hot shower first, and for the last however long, usually ended up being around two, three minutes, um, turn it to cold and put your face in it and put your whole body in it and feel the cold. And if you can't last three minutes first off, you're human. Um, but keep going, pushing yourself and, uh, proving to yourself that you can withstand the cold shower and that it's no different than being in a hot shower. You're achieving the same things, just slightly more uncomfortable than the hot shower. But that little edge that you say you shower every morning, take a cold shower, that little edge pushes you to already do something you don't want to do as soon as you wake up. And that's another form of productivity to get in a flow state. Because I'm getting all this uh, advice slash um finding from a man who uh name sl- slips me right now um i i don't have means to look him up right now but he practiced flow state for uh marines the army or rather like the marine corps called him in um and you know he was an expert in flow state and uh, the like psychological aspect of it. And so uh, his job for the longest was to um, train these Marines on how to be in flow state because whenever they are um, working through a city or uh, in battlegrounds, whatever. Sorry, I think Marines are in cities because they are in um, <laughs> other countries. But um, we'll call it Battlegrounds for the sake of uh, PC. And um, so whenever they're maneuvering their way there, they have to act as though they're in a flow state where you know what the guy in front of you and behind you is both doing at the same time. And you can move in that line and achieve whatever it is that uh, you're trying to achieve. Guard the opium. And so, yeah, the, the hour of productivity comes from him just um, saying these things, saying that, you know, a cold shower can, first off, also a cold shower, um, it lowers your heart rate just a little bit. I don't know if it's for the day or over time, but I did read somewhere that it also helps lower your heart rate and kind of calm you down and uh, not get you so hot and tempered and heated up and ready to punch someone in the face like everyone is whenever they leave their house in the morning. So the guy also recommended the hour long. He goes four hours in a pitch black room writing his book every morning. And obviously a lot of us don't have four hours right in the morning to sit in a pitch black room and write a book 
or I would do it every day. So um, my form of that is doing this podcast, recording for you um, my first hour of the day. This isn't going to be a four-hour podcast. But then after that, like I said, the, the productivity doesn't need to stop just because it stopped for my craft of podcasting. Uh, my productivity will just shift to changing the litter box and playing fetch with my cat that is addicted to playing fetch. Stop. Go. Sorry. Stop. Go over there. So I've been trying to do this productivity stuff on my off days, like I said, um, and just trying to boost my work flow um, for things that I actually enjoy doing, not for the man. I've also been trying to eat more of a, I want to say pescatarian diet, but um, since I'm not full-blown pescatarian, I don't want to um, overuse that term. But um, it's more just a, a full fish-based diet on my five work days. Or fish and vegetables, obviously. Got to get your greens in. But um, just doing that, that's something that I wanted to do for myself for a long time. Because first off, I'm perfectly fine with eating fish all the time. Because I love it. And there's a lot of good recipes out there. But... um. Also, just trying to avoid eating so much greasy fast foods and over-proportional regular foods. Um, And just making sure that I'm eating good things that are going to feel good in my body and not make me want to wake up and shit my ass out as soon as I get up in the morning. And that's been going good. I like it. It makes me feel good about myself. It's another thing that I can look at. And say, I'm doing it. I'm accomplishing it. It's pushing me out of my comfort zone. And that's the main thing that um, I think people really need to get into. And doing things out of their comfort zone that will make their life just that much better as well. Um, There's so many little things that we can all do to do so. um, But I don't know who... if, if. People are mindful about doing it. I feel like they, there's, there's, those are the people that get it done. And um, so I'm, I'm just trying to be more mindful of that, of being productive for myself. And um, I'm not living for money no more. I'm not living for money anymore. I refuse to um, hold money in that regard. Sorry, Wu-Tang. No more cream over here. We're off the cream diet because uh, yesterday I almost got talked into being a real estate agent. And, um, you know, the money was sounding so good and, um, you know, said you you can have, oh, you can make $1,000 before, you can make $100,000 a year before you turn 30 and. Um, you know, you can go on to do so on and so forth, and it's networking, and people know people, and blah, 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 you know, all this stuff, and hoopla about money, but, um, I, I, I don't know, like, 
I don't know what happened to where I thought I was thinking in my head that that was my route to go down. And so I was, I thought this, I made this connection from, um, everyone's favorite book, the Bible. And, um, though I may sit here and trash on the Bible quite heavily sometimes, um, it is, it is a good book of, um, metaphors, magic, even a little bit. If you read it and hold it in the right regards to do so. Um, but in the Bible, the Adam, the, the Adam and Eve story in the beginning, um, Eve hears something talking to her, whether you believe it was a snake or whatever it was, the serpent talks to her, vocally says things. And I thought, how many people have I heard say do real estate or do this do this job it's it's hard work but it's an easy way out you'll you'll make money the money's there if you put it in if you if you put the work in this that everyone talking money 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 how you get your money you get your stocks you gotta get stocks 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 do this eat the apple eat the apple eat the apple but no one ever Tells you to do things that are creative. No one ever came up to me and said, make a podcast. Now, people probably did after I talked about it for a, a couple months or ran the idea by them. And those people are good people motivating me, saying, go ahead and make your podcast. But no one's sitting here in my ear saying, make a short film. You got to make a short film. It's, it's the way. It's the way. And then, so I just thought like it's real estate and money yeah it's there the money's in real estate it's there 100% I can't deny that but the fact that so many people are telling me to do it or so hmm, adamant about trying to get me to do it um, it throws me off because like I said, the, the the devil told people what to do, you know. And so so says the Bible. The dark spirit talks in a form to get people to do things that are stupid and for money and things that don't need to be lived for. So I'm no longer listening to what people are saying. I'm no longer living for money. Um, it's all just a big run around that we can't escape because eventually you become complacent in the money you make and then you look for the next step to make the more money and you look for the next step to make more money and then you look for the big house to retire in and then a neighbor across the street has a way bigger house than you and then you look for the next big house to retire in and then you get a boat, but your dock buddy has a super yacht, and then you look for a super yacht, and it never ends because in the end, you're just going to die. But what at that point, what did you leave behind other than past properties, money that you that can drive more people in your family crazy? Um, 
when I decided I don't want to, I don't want to make a hundred thousand by the time I'm 30. I want to change a hundred thousand lives by the time I'm 30. You know, I want to, I want to make a hundred thousand podcasts by the time I'm 30. I want to be influential in a way I don't want to I don't want to take the easy way. I want to take the the way that I see the light coming from, you know? If I only if I live for the money and for doing what seems to be the way the group is going flowing with these jobs that will get you this money and but you gotta act like a douchebag five days a week and uh you gotta run around and let them do everything to you and it it doesn't change so i'm gonna live passionately so that i don't die average because i want to create things i'm i want to get things out to people to transform a thought in their mind that could be negative and make it a positive or clear things up for them that um, they can't see clear themselves. And that's possible. And it will happen. Because this is what a podcast is. This is what um, other things I'm trying to work on are going to be. It's going to be great things that people can have and hold in their heart in their mind, wherever they choose to hold their so powerful knowledge, their oh so powerful knowledge, and um, and that's gonna be that. I I'm gonna hold the space. Um, the term "hold the space" came from me from listening to a podcast where um, Albert Marcus actually um, was talking about getting to meet the archa archetypal um spirits of the spirit world where he met like the spirit of the devil or just the the negative um the negative spirit and he said that the ayahuasca shaman told him are are you ready to meet the the bad guy the evil guy and uh, Aubrey Marcus said he's not ready and then um, still had to um, face him in the ayahuasca realm, wherever um, that part of the universe takes place. The ayahuasca shaman explains to him that even though this spirit is an overall bad spirit and gets the bad rap that at the end, he loves all of us so much that he's willing to hold the space where the darkness has to exist because that is what provides the the grist for us to um, have the polarity of good and bad. If there was no bad, then there would be no good times. And the devil... The evil spirit has to be the one to hold that space in the spirit world so that that type of energy can leak its way into our reality and um, 
make us do things that can be good or bad. And, um, but knowing that there's a loving spirit behind that can help you understand negative things better. Everything that is, that happens that could be perceived as immediately bad or life changing, um, can also push you in a way to get out of your comfort zone and do things that you never thought you could do if you're motivated and have your mind set in the right place at the time. So I'm holding the space for creatives. I'm I'm saying I'm willing to die broke as long as it means that I've helped do my part to create things to better people's lives, help them understand things that we all don't understand. So I'm I'm holding that space and I will <laughs> die broke. I swear I will die broke before I stop trying to create something. I'm not going to be a real estate agent. It's boring. I'm not going to go as fast as I can towards the the carrot and on the end of the stick. The $100,000 a year. I'm not running towards it. I don't need it that bad. What I need is to know that I can see something, hear something, look at something, and say, I made that. And people are going to get this from it. They're going to understand. And I want to know that people understand what I'm trying to say and that they get it. Whenever I do do the weird things that I do, you know. So, what is next for old Danny boy? What can it be that I want to create so badly? I think my next step um, that I will say on the podcast to hold accountable and hopefully um, avoid my ideas being taken. Um, I want to make, I want to write a short film. So I, I want to help direct and write my first short film. And um, I have these things I want to make it about. And um, I know how many I want to make. And then hopefully be able to put them out there enough to um, get some recognition back from them or just um, be able to get the help that I need to make them because I did not go to film school and I did not go to any school after high school and um, I need the help that from other people that are holding the same space that I am. We got to start mingling together because we, at the end of the day, we are holding the space. We are the space keepers. And all we can do is enlarge the space, raise the roof for more people to feel more comfortable coming into what we're doing um, as creatives. Um, Not that I want to call myself creative. That's such a douchey way to put it. But it is in me to create. Because you here go to real estate and there's, for me at least, there's that lingering, like, there's like a shadow of a plume of smell around it, like SpongeBob. And I'm like, I, I, something about it still seems weird. It's, you know, it's still real estate. I'm, 
do I want to spend a hundred years thinking about uh, houses and how, how good I can sell them and how much I can sell them for? Or do I want to spend a hundred years making things for people to look at and say, what the fuck was this guy thinking? What, uh, I think this is what he was thinking and say, I think this is what he was thinking. And it's because it made me feel like this, but your friend says, no, it's about this. It's about this. Um, which reminds me of a really good movie I saw recently that I hope some of you have seen. Um, everything everywhere all at once was an amazing movie. Um, I'm sure some people off first watch, which is uh, um, another thing I love about movies and books in general with um, books about like spirituality and some movies um, like in this aspect of everything everywhere all at once. Um, There's almost like a a layer of funniness or weirdness just enough poured over that if you're if your mind isn't willing to go down that rabbit hole, it's not going to. It's just going to um, take it the other way. So there are corny parts in um, Everything Everywhere All at Once. And it, um, it can lead to you just thinking like, oh, this is a cool little multiverse movie. Like, it's cool this the way they think of it and uh, whatever, and which is what I thought at first. It was definitely going in that direction for me, but um, twists and turns happened. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, I won't spoil it. But um, it gets to this point of pushing this thought. I've actually am glad now that I have um, put on the podcast and um, connected. It actually connected with me real deep because that episode of the podcast that I'm referring to now. Um, I didn't want to put it out, and I was afraid to talk about it, and it was actually my other um, first solo podcast, I think, uh, our second one, and um, it was, it's, it's titled, Nothing Matters, because um, I didn't really talk about this in the first, um, in the podcast that I'm talking about, Nothing Matters. In the, that podcast, I I didn't talk about why I was going through that ideas, those ideas that nothing matters, and you know, let's just get to the the point of it. That they get to um, a point in everything, everywhere, all at once. That um, they see all the multiverses. And through all of them, one fundamental truth is held or seen, and it's that nothing matters. And this character that uh, discovers that takes it in the way that um, I did when I first had the thought. Um, Or when I first had the feeling in my body that nothing matters. They take it in the negative way and are willing to throw their life away because they know that at the end nothing matters. So this is where I get to my first podcast titled Nothing Matters. So I was going through problems. Um, First off, I I feel myself personally. I'm um, more connected to my emotions than uh, I know for my own good. 
Um, so I take things pretty heavy, um, just life-wise, spirituality-wise. So like these thoughts are prevalent in my head that um th- that I'm just holding the weight of all the time, right? So um, when one thing can happen, it can quickly domino effect into me thinking 50 other things that um either are really rash ideas or or just not fully formed ideas that I, I'm spitting out too fast but when I when I made that first podcast nothing matters uh we had just lost our friend Vinny and um it was it was a really emotional time I had I think I want to say I had at least two um, breakdown, meltdowns, breakthroughs, whatever you want to call it to uh, to make yourself feel a little better, I guess. Um, but I, you know, I ended up in those states, getting to this point of saying nothing matters, and I'm taking it the negative way that this character and everything everywhere is um, taking it. And in that point, I was very um, expressive of it, of me feeling that way. And I was maybe saying things that um, just didn't need to be said, you know. Uh, I can think of, and I do believe most of the things that I said, but it's just, it doesn't need to be out there. You don't have to uh, wake everyone that's sleeping, you know, as long as you're awake. um, That's fine. And would, were these ideas healthy for me to think? Probably not. But um, I was thinking them. And I'm I'm allowed to do so and interpret them the way I wanted to. But um, so in the movie, the characters evolved to where at the end they um, reference this idea again. But they say, what would you like to do? Now that uh, you know everything's done, the movie's over, and the mom just says, uh, "We can do whatever we want; nothing matters." And at that moment, my, my <laughs> at that moment, if you were in my house, you would see a grown man cry, because that is when it kind of came full circle for me and clicked to where and. I tried to explain this in the first podcast, but like I said, unfully formed ideas um, coming out. And it clicked to me that there's two ways to look at this thing about this idea that nothing matters. And it is to dive straight into the negative realm of saying nothing matters. It doesn't, nothing's going to change. And it doesn't really all matter in the long run. Or use it to say, Nothing matters. This, the real estate, money, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. I just want to make a short film. Nothing else matters. It doesn't matter. I want to make a short film. I don't care how much money there's going to be from it. I don't care what happens. I just want to do what my soul is telling me to do and nothing else matters. 
in the nicest way possible and in, in the <laughs> in the least manic way of uh, that I've ever said that I mean it 100% that nothing matters other than me holding the space for these creatives and myself to push to do the things we want to do and that's what's been motivating me lately the fact that I can look through that time of life and understand that I was feeling the negative and now I can look through this time of life and see it in the positive and motivate myself to do it in the positive so that's what I have for you guys here today those ideas those things I'm trying to get off I hope you guys enjoy listening to these and I promise to bring you more guests as soon as I can but I just have to put one out for you guys um if any of this if any of this makes questions pop in your head that you think I didn't clear up well enough um feel free to text me dm me whatever um let me know what you thought when I said that idea and what you think I can do to fully form that idea. But um, as of now, that is all I have. I'm going to start brainstorming my short film and doing the productivity behind that. And I hope to give updates so soon. And I hope to God... That I can still try to at least attempt to write a cohesive script. And I hope to God that the people in my life come to help me perfect this script and make this film that I want to make. And that those people also come to help me make this podcast. Because I do love making the podcast too. So it's not goodbye to the podcast. Of course, it's just working on a short film now. So I love it. I love it. I love it. I've always wanted to make a movie. I'm going to make a short film and then hopefully go on from there to make movies or be a part of making movies in uh, some form or fashion. So I love all you guys. I hope you listened all the way through. I hope that you follow my channel my whatever on uh, the podcast follow the podcast on wherever you're getting your podcast download the episodes share with your friends come join the podcast be yourself hold your space and do something productive today that's going to make you happy and make you feel accomplished in yourself don't let don't die for the money Cash does not rule. Cash does not rule everything around you. Please don't die for the cash. Please. Please don't die for the cash. Don't die for the girls. Don't die for the life that people want you to live. Die living the life that you wanted to live. And that's what we're here for. Create or die, bitch. Create or die. Um, so let me just... 
I'm, I know I'm wrapping up, but I, I've decided that I'm just going to walk you all through this uh, song here. All right, so coming to you guys today, one of my favorite creatives since I'm talking about dying creative is a man that truly lived that life, died trying to push his art out there and um, for still no one to really um, know who he is. But I personally tell all of the people I love that about Daniel Johnston in one way or the other. And if they listen or not, it's up to them. I don't, I'm not forcing him on anyone. Um, but yeah, I love him. He's one of the best artists ever, artistically and music-wise. I played him on the podcast, talked about him on the podcast before. My man Daniel Johnston. Um, listen to his music today. That'll and let that be your form of productivity. I'll let him inspire you in the way you may let me. Um, rest in peace, Danny Johnson. We we miss you. We love what you did here. Um, while you were here and you motivate me a lot. So this song is called When Love Calls by Daniel Johnston. When love calls, where will you be? When love calls, where will you be? Daniel Johnston, listen to him today. Watch his the amazing documentary about his life, The Devil and Daniel Johnston. It'll automatically inspire you. I love you all.
I love you all. I love all of you guys. Thank you for even letting me do this or keeping me doing this. Have a great day. Love everyone. Thank you.